You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Hi everyone, Jill Hicks here, and today's topic is, some say it's about the scholarship, I say it's about finding the right home. So most Uh, recruits will often say to me, my goal is a division one athletic scholarship, or they'll say a full ride, which I love because it has to start with a dream. It has to start somewhere. And often that's what they see on TV. That's what they envision themselves doing. And I think a dream like that is so important because it keeps the kids going Um, and these recruits going during those tough days. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a dream and having a vision of what they see. But I think what I would love to inspire you to understanding is what really is a scholarship? What really is a full ride? What is it gonna take to receive the money? What actually does a scholarship pay for and will you be good enough. So it kind of reminds me of when we bought our own kids their first car. They often had a picture in their mind of what kind of car they wanted to drive. And that was about it. And they had absolutely no idea what it was going to cost. They didn't know they had to have insurance. They didn't know about mileage in terms of, you know, gas prices and the different ways, reasons to buy cars based on that. They had no idea about safety and what cars were safe for them. And they really didn't know, um, you know, that certain types of cars would fit them better in terms of just, you know, size for height and length of body and getting in the car and like checking it out. So, It reminds me, scholarships and athletes, it reminds me so much of purchasing a car because they see the shiny on the outside of what the color of the car might look like or if their friends are going to think they're cool, (laughs) but they really have no idea what the details are about driving a car just like going after a scholarship. So they may have heard something about a scholarship in their gym or they saw their friends or they see something on TV, but when you really break it down, they don't really know what really is that all about. So let's get right down to it. And I hope I can bring you some details that you might not have realized before and some inspiration on how to pursue Um, a scholarship if that's going to be right for you as an athlete. So there's 80 some total teams that have women's gymnastics and they are divided between division one, two, and three. So the division one schools receive 12 scholarships per team. Division two 
receive six and division three academic scholarships only. So no gymnastic scholarships for division three athletes. There's also acrobatics and tumbling, and those teams are growing every day. So there's 36 plus teams, and they receive partial scholarships for acrobatics and tumbling. So that's an awesome addition to potential uh, recruits out there who have a gymnastics background. So let's go back into Division One. They receive, if they're fully funded, most of them are in the sport of gymnastics in women's, uh, 12 scholarships per team, and those have to go to uh, per person. So if there's 15 girls on a team, Division One, and they're fully funded, they would receive 12 scholarships to give out. So three of the girls on the team would not be on an athletic scholarship. They might be on an academic scholarship, or their parents might be paying for college, or they might be getting loans. But 12 of them would receive the full what's called athletic scholarship. Now, Division Two, like I said, they only receive six scholarships per team. And there's five teams uh, in the sport of gymnastics now at Division Two, And they're allowed to break those scholarships up. So a little bit of money are going to go to potentially different girls on the team. So you might find that the coach says at a Division II program, I'll pay for your books or I'll pay for your tuition. Um, and the rest would either come from academic money side or, you know, merit-based scholarships or your parents would pay. So that's how that works. All right. So what is a scholarship? I always say it's a job. So most kids think it's the reward after all those years of doing club gymnastics, which makes total sense, right? Now I get my scholarship. But actually, when you commit to a scholarship, you are only just beginning a whole new job because you have to do and be uh, the best student, the best athlete, and the best person and growing every single year to continue to keep your athletic scholarship oftentimes. Now, all kinds of things happen where kids change and they lose their scholarship or they aren't receiving it year after year. And I'm not going to go into all that today because that's its own podcast. (laughs) But I like to really impress upon recruits that a scholarship is something that they are, um, it's a job. And They have to know going into it what that job is going to be, what will be expected of them on their end in order to receive that money consistently. All right, so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today. But first, let's define what is a scholarship. A scholarship is when you're being paid to do a job, and the job then will cover your tuition, fees, books, room, and board. That's for Division I. And once you're on the team, you will receive leotards, workout gear, academic services, medical, and travel. So the scholarship itself is just the tuition, fees, books, room, and board coverage, okay? But once you're on the team, you receive all those other, what I call, added perks. So how do you get a scholarship? So the coach either finds the athlete and decides that that athlete is going to be able to replace the kid, the, the uh, 
gymnasts currently on their team that are graduating. They're going to be able to replace those scores. Most college coaches don't want to drop down in their rankings. So they're looking for certain ability levels in their recruits to be able to have the scoring potential to replace or even do better than the seniors who are graduating. So typically on a Division I team, uh, if they have those 12 scholarships uh, for a full team, they're giving out three a year. So three would go to freshmen typically on their team. Three would go be given to sophomores, juniors, and seniors. Now it gets all moved around because some girls come and go on teams. So they might have two one year or one one year. But usually the average is three a year. So if you can imagine if there's a team your daughter is or you are shooting for, then there might be three scholarships available the year you are graduating or you are going to be arriving. So how many athletes do they look at per scholarship? Every coach is different, but it's very competitive. And often they might have six to ten girls on their list per scholarship that they are watching and looking at, and then they make their final decision. So either the coach finds you, going back to how do you get a scholarship, or you have to market yourself to the college coach. So they're going to look at my meet scores first or any place that they know they can look at scores to see who they want to go after for a scholarship offer. They want the most bang for their buck. So they're going to go after the all-arounders who can come in and compete on all four events potentially uh, and replace, like I said, the, the girls who are graduating the year you come in. And then what events are you are they needing and what events are you best on? So that's how the basics go of uh, being good enough for a team and a scholarship. So how do you know if they're gonna if they are gonna want you? Well, often rankings, are what dictate scholarship offers. So if you go to roadtonationals.com and you see the rankings, for example, we look at the top 10 schools in the country, or maybe even top 20, and they, you know, the higher they're ranked, usually the better athlete or the better gymnast they can go after um, to replace the girls that are graduating because they have the clout or they have the consistency of being ranked high nationally. So they're gonna go after the elites, not only in our country, because level 10 is what you score gymnastics at in college, and they can usually do level 10 skills pretty easily because they've worked hard at being an elite gymnast. So those elites are what they're gonna go after first, and the elites all over the world Okay, so Olympians, world champions all over the world and in our country are going to be the first girls that are going to get snatched up for scholarships for the teams that are ranked the highest. All right. Now, does it mean that they only go after elites? No, they're going to also look for level 10s 
that can score at JO nationals or whatever you want to call nationals now, uh, you know, nine eights, nine nines, so that when they get to college, they'll probably be able to score tens. So that's how that works. So the higher the team is ranked, the better the gymnast you will have to be to potentially receive a scholarship. So they're going to look at your scores, your start values, um, your videos to prove your scores. Then they're going to see who is most consistent. How often do they score those scores? And... Um, then they'll start looking at your academics. Of course, they want to see what you want to major in and do they have that at their school? And then they're going to look at who are you as a person? What is your attitude like? And then they're going to talk to your club coaches and anyone they can find to find out potential, potentially who are you uh, as a person, what are you going to contribute to our team? So that's coming from the visual of the recruiter, what their standards are for a scholarship and what they're going to be looking for. What is their lens that they're looking through to find a scholarship athlete for their team? So there are criteria. It's very specific and they are going to hope that they're going to pick the healthiest all-arounder who can come in and score what their team needs to either stay at their ranking or move up. That's the bottom line. Those are the facts. Yes, they'll look at injuries. Yes, they're going to look at your body type. Yes, they're going to look at the club you're from. They're going to talk to whomever they can. They have to make the best decisions they can to keep their own jobs to be able to keep the standard or move it up. Most college coaches are competitive people. They want to win. So that's what they have to do is have standards that they're looking for. So how does that fit for you? How does that work for the lens that you have as a parent and what schools you want your daughter at and what schools she wants to be at, and how does that all fit from the angle and the picture of your lens looking at the college scholarships. So what I want to encourage are two parts to this podcast and this topic, and that is the reality of the lens of the college coach, but also how important it is to guide and help the recruits to the right college fit for them and not just look at the sparkly scholarship or like when you purchase a car, not just the color of the car or the look of the car, but let's get inside the car and talk with our kids about what it's gonna cost and what kind of car is gonna fit them safely and for what they can afford or you can afford as a parent. That's really what this other part of this topic is, is finding the right college for the four years that's going to be the right home for them, okay? Nothing is perfect, all right? Um, You know, there is no one school that's going to be perfect fit for every recruit or for your, your athlete or you as an athlete, Um, Yes, it's amazing to be paid to do what you love. Yes, it's amazing to be rewarded for all those years of hard work. But most importantly, you want to come away 
um, and you want your the recruit to come away from four to five years of being on a college team on the right college campus surrounded by the leadership of the head coach that is going to make them into the person that launches them into life. That is really what do I want to impress upon you when you think about this decision of taking a college scholarship. Because I can tell you this, having placed over a thousand girls in the sport of gymnastics, there are many that come away discouraged, unhappy, and feel like they need to transfer or be done with the sport because it wasn't the right home for them. And I use the word home because having been a you know a college coach for 20 years, it was always the most amazing day when you had college recruits on your campus and maybe you had six for one scholarship and they're all on campus and they're all going through the tours and they're looking and talking to you one-on-one and you're getting to know them, they're getting to know you for months and months and then they come on that visit and the one or two that in the end look at you and say, this is it, this is where I feel most at home. And they've thought through their decision and they've talked to the people that care most about them. And it's not just about the shiny object of the division one or two scholarship, but it's about what is the right fit for them as a person? Where is the right home for them? Now there's so many things that are gonna happen along the way that you can't predict. There are definitely um, ups and downs, I call it a roller coaster, to get to this point. But what we want to do is we want, as a parent, as a club coach, as an advisor, we want to open their eyes, the recruits' eyes, to understanding what is this all about and how do I make the best decision possible with not being able to know all that's going to happen, <laughs> really and truly. Because the college teams and the college coaches are going to put on their best um, face, their best foot forward. Just like when you go to buy a car, those salesmen are amazing at telling you everything you want to hear. Um, But what we want to do is do our best on the other side when you're pursuing the right college team is to take off the shiny blinders that come on uh, naturally as a human being and the excitement about the scholarship and really look at all the angles in the best way you can to help um, the athlete make the best decision for them. Now, one thing I can always tell you is if you put academics first, you can't go wrong. So if something changes in the athlete's life when they're on that campus, they don't have to transfer because they're at the right location to get the major that they need for the rest of their life. Then you look at all the rest of the stuff and keep all of this in perspective. And often you'll come out on the other side going, okay, this is it. And then you can get excited And if a scholarship's involved, fantastic. If not, you still know that you are deserving of being on a college team and you 
are have the potential to make their lineup and rec- and compete for them and have the experience of your of a lifetime. So, in conclusion, I want you to know I plan to continue uh, bringing up topics and going diving deeper into the recruiting pro- process right here. Um, on a weekly basis, I'll be loading um, different topics. I'm also going to load my Facebook Lives, hopefully, that I do on Wednesday. So if you aren't able or you don't go on social media and Facebook isn't a place for you to listen to this type of information that you want to have, be sure to subscribe to this and um, receive information uh, about the podcast. It's going to be out there um, this week. And um, follow me. And hopefully these topics will bring life and hope and help in you as an athlete or you as a parent or you as a club coach in helping athletes, uh, gymnasts, and specifically get recruited to college. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.